0: Hello, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. The website is sacredspacehealing.org, that's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you that are new to the podcasts and um, don't know my work, I'm a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner. I've been running my own healing practice for over 10 years now and these podcasts have been running um, pretty much for the same length of time. Um, Thank you, first of all, to all of those of you that uh, tune in, Send me lovely messages of support. Um, thank you also to those of you that have um, chosen to donate to support the podcasts, everything that I create um, in terms of the YouTube clips and then the podcasts and so on. Uh, all of that is created um free of charge and it 's a donation really it 's just to get the work out there as Um, easily as possible and make it as accessible as possible but some of you have asked how you can best support the work and so there is a donation button on the website if you go to sacredspacehealing.org and you follow the drop down menu you'll find the donation button on the home page and you can donate as little or as much as you feel called to all donations go back into the work and just allows me to create more podcasts and get the work out there so thank you for that so today's podcast is on the theme of gossip. I thought of lots of clever ways that I could entitle this, you know, whether I was going to talk about um, the power of language or the power of words. Um, but that doesn't really seem appropriate because I think the power of language and the power of words is actually a separate subject, as in we create our reality, reality through the words that we use uh, both the words that we utter and the words that we think about situations ourselves and others. But I think gossip is, um, it's, it's worthy of having its own podcast, you know, it's worthy of having its own label. So, um, I, I work in a few industries. I work in the creative industry and I also work as a healer. Um, and in the healing industry, as well as in the creative industry, there is a level of, um, gossip if you like or backbiting that exists and I think it exists on many different levels it's far more out there and in your face in the creative industries you know people will openly sit over a cup of tea or a glass of wine or um you know uh, at the end of a day or in the middle of a process and talk about other people and their work and things that they've heard about them and people's personal affairs seem to be something that becomes um a story that's passed on from one person to the next. And then in spiritual circles what I found is that it's handled in a way that is about um you know saying that we want to help someone, we want to bring healing into someone's life or we want to shine a light on them, but ultimately it's the same thing we're kind of saying stuff about people that we really shouldn't be saying. So when I mean gossip, I mean we're kind of we are revealing secrets that aren't ours to reveal about a person's life, situation, thoughts, feelings um or at events or we're creating stories about people that aren't true and we're doing this consciously or unconsciously or we're speculating about someone we're speculating about who they are what they enjoy doing how they live their lives and again that speculation doesn't have any veracity it doesn't live in truth my issue with gossip is a, well a few um a few fold if you like The first is that it lowers our vibration. So when we engage in conversations, thoughts or ideas that are lower than our highest selves, than our most divine self, than our most elevated self, it just lowers our vibration. And so the easiest way to lower our vibration, apart from drugs and alcohol um, or sickness, is through having malicious thoughts about another, whether it's jealousy, anger, resentment, competitiveness um greed uh, fear loathing uh, lust you know any of these kind of lower emotions lower our vibration and so gossip is often fueled upon these things you know we're either talking about someone because we don't like them or we're envious of them or fearful of them or because we are attracted to them or because um we have some kind of misconception about them because truly i feel that when we care and respect about uh, care for someone and respect them we wouldn't dream of um spilling their secrets to anyone we wouldn't dream of doing that because in some way we would be betraying our connection to this person we would be betraying our union with this person and the sacredness of our union what gossip also does is it reveals what we really think about ourselves that we either put ourselves at the forefront or at the at the at the center of a way of being, which means that we are the fount of all knowledge, or that we place ourselves above other people, or that our lives are so empty that we have to fill our lives by talking about others. I think what often happens with gossip is that people actually don't know um they don't often realize how toxic it really is. I remember having a conversation with uh, someone that I'd been friends with for a while. We're no longer friends, but we'd been, we'd been friends for a while. And then it, it, for, for a long time, it, it started to feel as if our paths were just going in different directions. And that, that was in some ways sad, but it was also healthy that we were recognizing who we were as individuals and choosing to follow the truth of that recognition. And where I knew that our relationship was coming to an end was this person started telling me really intimate details about someone that they lived with, a flatmate. And at first it was kind of salacious and, and kind of interesting and fun. And and it and in some ways I knew that it was coming out the fact that it was difficult for this person for to to share a flat with someone else and she was finding it challenging and, and so forth. But then at some point in these conversations, she started to reveal some really intimate details about this other person that when I actually replayed the conversations, I thought, well, you know, your flatmates come to you and told you something really intimate about their lives. And I don't think they will have expected that you would then be giving that information to someone else for a cup of tea two, three days later and making a joke out of it or making a comment out of it. And I started to feel very toxic around this kind of conversation, but also just really upset, very unnerved by what was happening. And so in one of these conversations, I turned to this friend and I said, You know the way you talk about your flatmate? do you do that with me? The stuff that I've told you that's deeply private? Do you tell other people in your life the things that I've told you? And she couldn't make eye contact with me. She looked down and she said, well, I only ever talk about you to celebrate you. So everything that I say is to celebrate you. But she couldn't make eye contact with me. And I said, yes, but I've told you some deeply private things that are just about the two. You know, it's about our friendship. It's about our connection. I would be absolutely devastated if I found out that you'd been telling people I don't even know, or people that I vaguely know, intimately. Details about my life—that's a betrayal of our friendship, and it—and it's something that I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to happen. I wouldn't abide by it. She couldn't make eye contact, and she stopped the conversation. And about five ten minutes later, she went back to what I'd said, and she said, "I found it very difficult to hear what you just had to say, but I—I I think you're right. I think I, I've never looked at it that way before." that I'm actually giving away personal information about someone else without their permission. And then a couple of weeks later, we met again, and she apologized and said that she hadn't thought of it in that way, and that she was giving away personal information about a lot of people in her life. And a few months after that, we ceased to be friends. And possibly that was because I had made a very strong stand about the fact that I did not want my personal information to be given away to strangers. I was entrusting it to someone that I felt that I had a bond of sisterhood with and someone who wouldn't then be using personal information about my life as a source of gossip to connect with other people. And that's one of the interesting dualities about gossip is that people who gossip often use it as a shortcut to intimacy with others. So if they can give someone a secret about someone else, it creates a shortcut to intimacy. But We're not going to create true intimacy by disregarding the intimacy that we have with another right? Like we're not going to create true intimacy. For example, my, this, this friend of mine was, how was she ever going to create true intimacy with anyone when she was betraying the intimacy that we had already created together in our friendship? It's not possible to do that. You can't betray the intimacy that you have with one person in order to create intimacy with another. At some point that's going to catch up with you. It's a little bit like having an affair if you like, you know, you're in a relationship with one person and you're creating intimacy with another. There's never there's never true intimacy because you're betraying one to be with another. You're betraying one to have something with another. And betrayal is something that is very damaging, deeply damaging to our psyche and to our souls and to our connection with humanity and to our connection with our higher selves and our creator selves. So... Gossip has this duality that it makes us feel as if we're at the center of something, that we're kind of connecting to people, that we're creating intimate connections with people, but actually it's doing the complete opposite, and that's why it lowers our vibration. I found that being around gossip is something that makes me start to literally feel ill. So I don't read any of the mainstream magazines that are out there, you know, you're kind of... um, Marie Claire's or Grazia's or Chats or you know any of them um, I don't I don't read those kind of magazines I'm not interested in seeing airbrushed photos of people I'm not interested in who has slept with who or who's married to who or what or what happened at what party but sometimes you go to the hairdressers or you get your nails done and there's a magazine sitting around and I'll pick it up because I'll think oh well I'll have a look through this and within about five minutes of leafing through that magazine I start to feel physically sick um, and when I notice that when I come back from these places, my vibration feels very low and I feel very d- drained and depleted and like my brain is turned to mush, like there's nothing in my brain, there's in, in my psyche, in my consciousness that is elevated or that is expansive or that is inspirational or inspiring or that is looking ahead to where I want to be. And so the other thing about gossip is it keeps us very much trapped in the now and in the past because it's not really about looking ahead. And I feel that conversations, and this is where we come into the power of language, you know, when two people come together, three people, four people, five people, more than one person, basically, people come together and they agree on something or they talk about something. Effectively, we're manifesting it, you know, whether we're doing that willfully or not. Effectively, we're creating that as a possible reality. Um, and... If we're just regurgitating information about someone's past or something that happened six months ago or 10 years ago, we're not creating anything new and we're not creating anything that it's worth stepping into. The kind of conversations that are elevating and that make us feel enriched are those that are where we're able to deeply share our fears and our our personal desires and our hopes and dreams with another. Those are beautiful connections. But also those conversations that inspire us to where we want to be, to things that we can do. that elevate us, that are the exchange of ideas. And so it's worth looking at the relationships in one's life and asking, well, where do I actually have these different grades of conversation? You know, where am I having these connections where I feel elevated and where am I having these connections where I feel depleted? Now, I think we tend to live in a society that is about gossip. Again, you know, magazines and TV programs and chat shows and social media. I mean, that's all about that, really. So it takes really strong willpower to not become a part of that. But my message to any that feel that they don't want to be a part of that is that there is a strength in that and that the more that you do that, the more that you place yourself outside any toxic circles, the greater chance you have of aligning with those that are of your ilk, that are of your resonance, of meeting your soul family, of aligning with that soulmate that you're looking for because you're never gonna find those people and those partnerships and those um, connections in uh, vibrations or situations that are lower than who you are and so what it takes is it takes strength of character strength of well-being and definitely a spiritual practice in order to recognize what is authentically you and what is you just you know going along with something for for a quiet life or going along with something because you want to fit in just because something is the status quo doesn't mean it's the way it's meant to be Just because something has been done for decades and decades doesn't mean that it works, doesn't mean that it's healthy for us. There are plenty of things and plenty of ways of being in our society that don't work, that are toxic, that are unhealthy for us. And just because they've continued and no one's ever questioned them or not questioned them enough or there hasn't been enough of a momentum to change them doesn't mean that they're right, doesn't mean that they're for our highest good. And so for any out there that don't want to be around these conversations, that don't want to be around these ways of being, my message to you is stand strong. Stand in your truth. Be brave enough to go it alone. Be brave enough to have one friend instead of ten that you can have a meaningful conversation with. Be brave enough to walk away from the water cooler at work when people are talking about their boss in some malicious way and go off and do something that enriches you, whether that's listening to a piece of music or going for a walk or um, reading something inspiring or just spending five minutes focusing on your breath. Be brave enough to do that because I can guarantee you that in that circle of people that are sitting around gossiping, there will be at least a handful at least one other that feels exactly the same way as you do, but is going along with things because they don't know any better or because they don't feel strong enough or brave enough to do something different. And if you can start to show that strength and that courage to stand by your truth, then already you're making a difference in the world. Already you are being the change. Already you are causing a ripple effect in our group consciousness so that you are elevating our group consciousness. And that is what we're here to do. This is a really wide topic and I am happy to discuss it further with anyone that feels that they would like to dive deeper into how to stand in their authenticity or their power or how to make that shift in your life so you can move away from toxic situations, peoples or ways of being that are dragging you down and find That alignment with your truth, with your highest self and with your soul tribe. There's more information on the website in ways that we can connect through the transformation calls, the block clearing work, but also through the deeper work like the Life Purpose Program and the Core Wound Healing Program. So if any of that calls, please drop me a line. There's also meditations on there and online courses that you can dive into All of these things will give you the strength to start to connect to who you really are and to have the courage to follow what feels authentically right for you. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much love, joy, strength and abundance. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.